Hello friends, I hope you all are doing good. So this is your host again, Gitika K. Bakshi with another story which is a part of our anthology Thrill in a Kill. I hope you have enjoyed the first story and now I'm going to give you another story which is written by Samin Hassan, Love, Friendship and Murder, Part 1. The story is divided into two parts. So today I'm going to cover part one of the story. I hope you enjoy it. This story is written by Samin Hassan, narrated by Gitika Bakshi and published by Inkfeather Publishers. This is going to be awesome buddy. I hooted. Pass me another pint. I was driving the car single-handedly with a beer bottle in my other. Much to David's dismay. Kabir, that's enough. You have already had enough booze. He scolded, pulling the bottle away. Come on, we are not kids anymore, I replied, pouting at him. Kabir, stop the car. You are drunk. It's not safe if you drive further. Where is Taha? Did she reach home from the party? I asked, ignoring his warning. Yes, she did. For God's sake, stop the car, Kabir. You are going at 150 km per hour. I increased the volume of the stereo. Stop the car, please! David pleaded with me. Give me the pint, David. No, give it to me. I whined. Watch out, watch out, David! Screamed. We heard a thud as the car went over a huge bump. Shit! I had run someone over. I jolted upright, took deep breaths and looked around. It was the same recurring nightmare, muttering curses under my breath. I turned towards Neha, sleeping beside me, hoping I hadn't woken her up. Something seemed off. I switched on the bedside lamp for a clearer view and my heart stopped beating. Everything around me came crashing down as I stared at Neha's blood-spattered body with the knife stabbed in her stomach. So, Mr. Kabir, I'm asking you once again, why should we believe you had nothing to do with your wife's murder? The inspector questioned. Sir, why will I kill the only person in my life? I loved her so much. She didn't deserve to die. I wept. It was true. We were extremely happy. And now everything had gone down in a flash. Neha had been murdered in cold blood. The police arrived within minutes and people gathered all over. To make matter worse, I was being held under suspicion. Confess now when you can or else it won't take long before the table turn on you, the inspector said. So, she meant everything to me. Maybe you found out she was cheating on you. She had such a pure soul. She not only helped me battle depression, but also prevented me from committing suicide twice. Her love healed me and gave me a renewed sense of hope, I said, gapping at him in disbelief. I read your name in an accident case a year ago, he mentioned. 
I turned white. Guilt started to rise. Poor David, speak up. That's enough, sir. You can't accuse him without concrete evidence, said a voice. Taha walking in through the door along with the lawyer. He gazed angrily at Taha. Let him go. Show us evidence and then drag him into custody, she reprimanded. What if I give birth to a boy? Neha asked, staring into my eyes. We were lazing on our bed, cuddling. I want a girl, my love. I kissed her forehead. Nope. Boy it is, she argued. Okay, okay, we'll have both. I laughed, kissing her lovingly. Kabir! I was snatched back to reality. Taha sat opposite me in a random coffee shop. Why would somebody kill Neha? Tears started to spill and I broke down, holding Taha's hands. Eat something, Kabir. I am not worth living, Taha. God is punishing me with for my sins. Don't say that, Kabir. You are being punished for nothing. I have to leave now, but I'll be back by evening. Okay, thank you, I managed to say. Taha, David and I had been friends since college. We used to enjoy a lot, but ever since then, things had changed. Stumbling out of the cafe, I walked straight into the nearest bar and ordered a whiskey meat. Keeping them coming, I grumbled to the bartender. Every mistake I had made in my life began to roll in front of me like a slideshow on loop. I drank till I passed out. Kabi, wake up! The inspector called and wants to meet you. Taha's voice pierced through the phone to my hazy senses before the call ended. I opened my eyes groggily and looked around. I was in a hotel bed. A good shower later, I was seated opposite the officer, my anxiety doing somersaults. Do you know how she was murdered? The inspector asked. Multiple stabs and a knife on her stomach, sir. I muttered, a question rather than a statement. The inspector took a deep breath. No, Kabi. The autopsy reports are here. Neha was poisoned. The poison was injected into her bloodstreams five to six hours before she died. The report shows the time of death to be around 1 a.m. He said, the hair on my neck started to rise, my mind in a whirlwind of emotions. So, she must have been poisoned between 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. I remember she wasn't home till 9.30 p.m. that day. So, she was poisoned before that? I said softly, trying to focus. Absolutely! She cross-checked with your office staff. They informed us that you were at work during that time. You couldn't have done it, he said. I refrained from rolling my eyes at him for stating the obvious. Did you talk to Neha's office staff? I asked instead. He nodded. A 
According to the staff biometric, she left the office at 8.30 p.m. Then what about the stabs, I managed to ask. Our, theo our theory is that the killer wasn't satisfied with poisoning her, so they broke into your house and stabbed her relentlessly till they were, he said. I was unable to breathe. What kind of monster could do this? Weirdly enough, you didn't even stir during the whole thing, the inspector said with a hint of suspicion. Guilt gripped me again. It had been David's birthday that night. I had driven myself to drunkness to ease the pain I had to live with. I'm sorry. I had uh, too much to drink. I didn't even notice Neha coming home. I was already fast asleep. Do you suspect anyone who would have wanted to harm her? He asked. As per my knowledge, there were two people who disturbed her. I said, Who are they? Hari and Gopal. He looked at me expectantly, urging me to go on. Hari was her ex-boyfriend and Gopal is her colleague. Hari used to torture her in the past after their breakup. Gopal used to flirt with her in office. It made her uneasy, but she never filed a serious complaint. Let's speak to Gopal first, decided the inspector. How can I help you? The receptionist peered at us over her monitor. We are here to see Mr. Gopal, said the inspector in an author authoritative tone. Please wait there, she gestured to the waiting room. Intimidated by Mr. Das, 10 minutes later, a tall, muscular man stood in front of us. Yes, I am Gopal. What do you want? He asked, the tone of irritation too noticeable in his question. Come to the station, Gopal. Let's discuss what we want, said Mr. Das. In a split second, he pushed Mr. Das and ran out of there. Mr. Das and I sprinted after him. Gopal looked over his shoulder as he kept on running. Mr. Das sped up. Don't try to run. We know you killed Neha, Mr. Das bellowed. Gopal stopped running. Mr. Das punched him hard and held him tightly by the collar. Tell me, why did you kill her? What did she do? I asked angrily. Hold, hold on. Is Neha dead? He asked in genuine confusion. Don't act smart, Gopal, Mr. Das seethed. Why would I hurt her? I liked her. I asked her to join me for coffee twice or thrice. That's it. Then why did you run from us? Mr. Das asked, skeptical. I thought... You people came for he trailed off. Came for? Mr. Das questioned furiously. Marijuana. He muttered. Mr. Das slapped him. Harder this time. After a couple of minutes, my phone rang. Who's this? I asked. Sir, I am Naya, your apartment watchman. Naya, I'm busy right now. Can I talk to you later? Sir, it's about uh, Nehaji. I stepped aside from Mr. Das. What is it? I asked uncertainly. I can't tell you that over a phone call. Can we meet? He pleaded. I'll be there, I said, hanging up. 
Tell me, Naya, what is it? Half an hour later, I was back home, panting more out of fear than from being out of breath. Sir, actually, he struggled to speak. Naya, you can tell me, I said, holding his shoulders, looking into his eyes. Sir, I saw Mehta ji speaking with someone that night. I think it uh, might have been Neha, madam. You mean Mehta from 401? I asked. Yes, sir. He looked suspicious uh, to me. He even held her hand and tried to tell her something. At the same time, there was a power cut in our street, so I did not have a clear vision. Then what happened next? I asked impatient. I don't know, sir. I came back to work. Is he at home now? His wife and children went out of town exactly the day after Neha Ji's incident. He hasn't been seen since. Do you have his number? I urged. Yes, sir. Here it is. I tried calling his number, but it went to voicemail. Shit! It's not working. Anyway, thank you, Naya. Keep this five uh, hundred with you. I said, offering him money. No, sir. Neha, madam, always so kind to me. She used to spend a lot of time with my kids. I hope the killer is caught soon, sir. He said. Despite the circumstances, I felt proud of Neha. Where can I find Mehta ji? I asked. I'll give you his wife's number. Contact her. After a few rings, Mrs. Mehta answered. Hello, she said. Yes, can I talk to Mehta ji? I asked. Who is this? I'm Suresh, Mehta ji's colleague. I lied. I couldn't reach him. I wanted to have a word with him. I am at uh, my native's. Suresh ji, I am a bit worried. He hasn't even called me since a few days. The last time this happened, he had partied too much with his colleagues and crashed God knows where. Don't worry, I'm sure he has just been busy with work. Do you have any idea where could I find him? We have a guest house in the outskirts of a city. She paused. Uh, he occasionally used to go with his friends. Could you tell me the address, please? I'll go and check. I'll text you, Suresh. Please check and let me know. She hung up. It took forever to reach the guest house. Opening the gate of a creepy-looking bungalow, I treaded carefully, watching my step. I went to knock on the main door, but to my surprise, it was already ajar. I stepped in. and was immediately hit with a stingy unbearable odor amidst the darkness i pulled out my phone from my pocket and switched the flashlight on that's when i saw a source of smell disgust mist mixed with terror clutched my heart as i saw mehta tied to a chair unmoving and stabbed multiple times in the stomach I hope you all like this part 1 of this story love friendship and murder. Stay tuned for part 2. It's coming very soon guys. Thanks for listening. Kindly subscribe my podcast on Spotify, Anchor and wherever you can listen it. Thank you so much.